Welcome to the Queen Redeemed Podcast, where we get redeemed with the freedom of the great I am, helping to inspire and empower you to be the woman that God called you to be, showing you that faith is her superpower and yours. God's servant first and always. Here's your amazing host, nurse, wife, and mother, Nakisa Nikki J. Jackson. Welcome back to another episode. I am so happy to be with you another week. Happy August. Um, I haven't heard, I haven't talked to you guys in like two weeks, but here I am and I'm excited about today's episode. So we are in season three. If this is your first time listening to me, make sure you subscribe, make sure you download the podcast, make sure you look in the show notes to follow me on social media and all of that. We are in season three, episode 45. That means we are five more episodes from 50. That is so exciting. Oh my God, that's so exciting. This week, we are going to be talking about saying no is service unto God. Now, the funny thing about this is that I actually thought this was a word for prophetic planning for your day. So God kept saying, talk about saying no. And I was like, oh, this is for prophetic planning for your day. And when I got ready to do the podcast, he said, no, this is for your podcast because it is about character development. It's about getting and having boundaries because I remember God said this to me, you know, God gives you the word first before you come and share about a month ago by like, it's okay to say no, it's all right to say no, no is a complete sentence. It's a full statement. And I'm just excited to really hop into this word. But before I do that, let's talk about what's going on. So, um, this month just started, of course, it's the beginning of the month, right? It's like August the 5th. Uh, so this episode should be out today, hopefully today, no later than tomorrow. But the goal is to get it out tonight um, to just talk about this because I want to make sure you get this out. But what's been going on with me? Um, no, I've just really been growing my community. So make sure you text the number so that you can get into our prayer community. I am working on a few things in the back that I'll be releasing very soon. So I've really been very busy. And I also am just really working on getting the word out about my nonprofit, so you'll hear about that sometime during the show um, because it's just time for us to really launch out into the deep we have so many programs and services to launch and I'm just excited to see what God will do through us and then when it comes to my personal life my personal life is is great I have been just really working on myself and just allowing God to prune me to grow me to cut me up and clean me up and all that good stuff because we all need it I'm in a season of transition I'm just transitioning to everything that he always wanted me to be and sometimes it can be hard so if you're in transition transition can be hard but they're always worth it and I've been here before um it's just another level that God is doing through me so um that is where I've been I want to give you a couple announcements first things on August 14th we will be having a new member orientation for flow commit connections ministry so make sure you text the number in my description below text connect to that number you'll get immediate access to the group me and then you'll be able to know when we have prayer calls and things like that and our new members orientation we should be having a movie night coming up very soon i wanted to do it this weekend but i really didn't get the information out fast enough so i'm going to be doing that sometime this month we're going to be doing a movie night it's probably going to be on a weekday looks like we'll be doing a movie night yeah, that's pretty what we got going on. Join us, especially if you're looking for a community. Also, remember, if you're looking to grow your relationship with Christ, you can come work with me in one-on-one sessions. Um, I would love to coach you for three months so that you can really... Uh 
just get everything that God has for you. So if you need that, the links are below. And let's hop into the show. But first, let's pray. Father, we thank you for this session. We thank you for this podcast episode. We thank you for this podcast, Lord. We thank you for just being here. We just invite your presence. We invite you We invite you all in to just sit and dwell in this place. And I just ask that you would have your way. I know that I have come with a plan, but whatever you would like to say, Father, I just declare that this is your podcast and I give it back to you. And you are welcome in this place to say whatever you would like. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. So, Let's hop into this topic. So the topic is saying no is service unto God. So let me tell you where I got this from. There's a scripture, which I don't have readily available, where it says when you work for someone or you serve someone, do it as unto God, right? So for me, I, I took this to heart. So I would be working really, really hard and I'd be like, yeah, I'm doing it unto God, I'm doing it unto God, but then I would burn out. And Or I wouldn't say that something was too hard, I will just figure it out because that's how I grew up. My, I was told just figure stuff out, so I would just figure it out, I wouldn't ask for help, I wouldn't act like I needed help because I felt like it was weak. But I realized like God had to tell me like saying no is in service to me. Saying you need help is in service to God. Having boundaries, that's the word, is, is in service to God. So we have to have boundaries. As we're growing in our character... As we are changing our life into the lifestyle that God desires for us to have, it's important that we have boundaries. You are not a pushover. We weren't sent to be walked all over by people. So we have the right to say no. We have to love ourselves and God enough to say no. We have to always, we have to get out of this narrative that um, if we don't do it, somebody, nobody else will. There will always be somebody else. The work will get done. If everything is going to just fall apart, everything is not going to just fall apart because you can't do something, right? Especially when it comes to working and serving other people, we get into this space and then we end up not even doing a good job because we have not rested. We have not said that we're, we're not clear we have not said we don't understand we've just decided to keep going and this is something that I've been teaching to my 10 year old daughter I've been teaching her that you can speak up when you don't understand something instead of acting like you heard it and keep moving I prefer you to ask questions instead of just doing something and then it's not done because you didn't understand what I said or you didn't hear me because sometimes I speak very low actually and sometimes she can't hear me but I just assume she did and so she'll just keep going and I'm like no that's not what I said and come to find out she didn't really hear what I said so I just want you to know that it's okay to not know it all it's okay and the problem is when we don't say nothing this is what happens y'all we get frustrated we start getting real frustrated we start getting snarky we start having attitudes we just and I, I, I just thought about that word attitudes we say we start having attitudes but we start having a negative attitude towards stuff um we start getting wore out honestly we just start getting wore out just wore out and because of that it starts to make us look differently and then we can't be that same person we always were because we didn't know when to say it no that's enough i gotta stop it's too much i need a break so we gotta remember to do that so i'm going to hop into about hmm, i got like three or four points maybe five five points i think i should have enough time to get through all of them on this episode if not, maybe I'll go live on IG or something like that to do or um, YouTube to do an after show because I don't think it's enough for two episodes. But we'll see how we get through. So we're going to talk about um, what is it like, what to do to grow in your boundaries. 
Hey, 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 this podcast is brought to you in part by Anaya Space Incorporated. We are a nonprofit organization here in Atlanta, Georgia. We provide holistic care services to women living with HIV. We are asking that you you consider becoming a partner for a fee of $10 a month or up to $100 a month so that we can continue to get the work done and impact change in our communities. We would love to have you. So check us out at www.anayaspace.org for more information. Okay, so growing growing in your boundaries, the first thing you have to do is you're going to have to talk to God. You know I was going there. Y'all know what podcast is. You knew what time it was. You're going to have to go to God. Let me tell you why I got to go to God. Because when you're in relationships with people or you're serving, um, say, your ministry, your church, you're at your job, all that kind of stuff, you become familiar with them. And it blurs your lines. It blurs your thoughts about what you're doing. You become very routine. You're just doing it. You're doing you you used to being the one people can come to. You're used to being the one that people can call on to pick up extra and take shifts. You're used to being that person. You're used to being uh, the overachiever. You're used to being the one to pick up the slack. That's what you're used to being. So when you get close and familiar, it gets hard to see when you went too far. It's real hard to even know. So you're going to have to sit with God and ask him, where have your boundaries gotten a little blurry? Where have you no boundaries? Because sometimes you don't have none. And sometimes you you just allow people to overstep your boundaries and you have not even realized it. And then you're wondering why you're tired, why you're frustrated, why you're burnt out. So you want to um, ask him about that. And then you want to write him down and ask for a strategy. Ask for a strategy to reset and realign your boundaries because the problem is what ends up happening is you get so deep into letting people cross your boundaries and causing you to get frustrated. It causes you actually to be disobedient to the father. Um, What you'll find yourself is I'm putting way more. It sounds like this. I'm putting way more time in my job than in my business that God gave me. I'm putting way more time in my church ministry at church than working on my own personal ministry that I have. I've completely dropped my groups and programs for someone else's things because I've gotten caught up in serving. Yes, this is true. But when you serve your customers and clients, that's also serving as unto God. Or it looks like you neglecting your home, neglecting your health, neglecting your spouse, your children. Um, you're sacrificing them to help someone else because the lines have gotten blurried. So you want to talk to God about that. And then you want to write down uh, where you've crossed the line or allow other people to cross the line and ask for a strategy. So that's the first thing that you want to do. Well, it doesn't have to be first. But that's what you need to do. You just need to really make sure you do like a self-check and self-reflection to make sure that you that you don't have any blurry lines, right? The next thing is realize that no is not being mean. Listen, just because somebody says no is not being mean. And then if you receive the no, it does not mean a person is being mean to you. They just said no, and it's okay. You may feel a type of way. You may get upset. But listen, they are enforcing a boundary, and you're probably getting upset because you don't enforce your boundaries. So you have to enforce your boundaries as well. And it's not to be mean or nasty, right? So I'm not saying go out and just say no, 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 and be rebellious. I mean, say no as unto God, meaning that God has said, no, this is not for you. And you're going to say no. That's what you do. So accept that you are important, too. So the things you need to do for yourself matter. So, for example, say that you have planned to take yourself out on a date on Thursday. 
by yourself. You plan to go to the movies. You plan to get your nails done, get your hair done, go shopping. Like, you have a whole day planned, right? And somebody calls and says, say they call you into work. Let's keep it simple. More than likely, you're going to say, yeah. If you're, like, you're going to forget about your own self and what you have set aside time for you to do for your job. When you were just about to go out and have a good day, but you've decided to go to work. That means you're not really caring that you matter because what's going to happen is you're going to work that shift and you still got to go work your regular shifts. So when now you're going to get time to yourself in a month from now, in a month from now, you'll probably be frustrated, annoyed, and tired. So you want to remember that you matter too. The things you do for yourself have need to be prioritized. Um, that's like making your date nights with your spouse a priority, right? That's like making making the day you spend at home cleaning is a priority. Just because you're at home cleaning doesn't mean that now you got time to go out and do other things that someone is asking or requiring you. So have a boundary around your own um, personal space and things you need to do for yourself. Um, also, your mental health days are important as well. Sometimes you just need to take a break. Sometimes you need to nap. Sometimes you need to rest. Sometimes you need to turn that phone off and just separate from people. Get off social media for a time. Do some consecration. Sometimes that's what you need to do. And that matters too. So even have boundaries around making sure your mental health is well. So sometimes we hear this word mental health and we think mental illness. But all of us have a mind, right? If you can think, you got a mind. If you're talking, you got a mind. You got a brain. All of it. You have to take care of it. So you have to take breaks. You have to allow the brain to rest, allow your body to rest. You got to take care of your body and things like that. So your mental health matters. So whether you don't have to have depression, anxiety, or schizophrenia, or bipolar, any of that to take care of your mental health, you just need to take care of your mental health, period. So that includes things like journaling. That includes things like taking a walk. That includes things like hanging out with friends. That includes things like having a social time. Everything in life is not supposed to be about work. You should have time to rest. You should have time to hang out. You should have time to see your friends and things like that. So I just want to encourage you that your mental health matters too. And then, like I said in the beginning, working this unto the Lord doesn't mean you have to say yes, especially when God has told you to say no. We love, woo, let's, hold on, let me sit up one time. Working as unto the Lord doesn't mean you have to say yes, especially when God has instructed you to say no. That's disobedience. Ain't that some? When God wants us to say yes to what he wants, sometimes we just take our time. But when somebody here on this earth wants us to say yes, we say yes. And when, even when God told us no, that he didn't want us to do that. So um, working as unto him does not mean you have to say yes all the time. It is boundaries are important to your life and can save your life. Let me tell you something. Boundaries have saved my life. Boundaries have saved my life, have saved my mental health. Um, it has stopped, prevented me from getting overwhelmed, me from being stressed out. And it's also prevented me from dropping what God gave me, right? So um, one thing I'm really working on is my time management for example. So what I've decided is that I can't really be on the phone like that. I've started back putting my phone on do not disturb again. Um, I have decided to implement me a little bedtime and things like that. So working on my time is, is an example of me setting boundaries. So what am I saying no to? I'm saying no to all the notifications on Facebook. 
I'm saying no to all the phone calls. What else am I saying no to? I'm saying no to the mindless chatter. I'm saying no to the Netflix. I'm saying no to watching YouTube videos. I'm saying no to all of that so I can focus on what God gave me to focus on. So that's what I'm saying no to, right? That's what I'm saying no to. So th- I want you to think about what are you saying no to? Or what are you saying yes to that you need to say no to? So that was point number two. First, I think I skipped something. So let's say, let me tell you what a boundary is. I'm sorry that it's so late. I usually do this first. But a boundary is something that indicates or fixes a limit or extent. So a boundary is something that indicates or fixes a, li- fixes a limit or extent. So it's this is how far a person can go or how far you allow something to go. I'm going to give you some, sam- some examples of different areas of boundaries, right? These are boundaries that you need. As growing in boundaries, I want you to think about these um, five areas. The first is financial boundaries. Just because you got increased doesn't mean everyone around you did. Sometimes we get an increase like the Lord just blessed me and we feel like we got to go give it all away. I'm talking about beyond your tithes and offering at church. I'm talking about you feel like you got to go help everybody. Listen, your rent money is your rent money. Your investment money in your business is your investment money. Your your investment money in your savings account is your savings account money, right? Um, Or even if it's not... Um, necessarily money. Say you got a bigger place to live, then all of a sudden everybody needs somewhere to stay, right? And they already got somewhere to stay. I'm not talking about people who are on hard times and they just need like a month or two. I'm talking about people who think they can come live with you every other week. Um, Listen, I've been there. Me and my husband has literally made a statement that nobody can come live with us. And it wasn't that we were being mean, right? Um, it was because it was taking a toll on our relationship. We were letting people live with us. Um, they would not keep up their end of the bargain. They were taking advantage of us. And we were just like, we can't do this no more. It was really caused taking a toll on us. I hope this does not come off as me. Or if it did, if it makes you say ouch, then just say ouch. But it's the truth. Just because you got increased does not mean that everyone around you got increased. I'm not saying being mean. I'm not saying you don't have to be giving. Listen, I give. But the rich don't come richer by giving away all their money. That's all I got to say. Um, the next thing is you need time boundaries. You can't get your time back. I talk, I just talked about time. You can't get your time back. So make sure you honor the time that you spend. What are you doing with your time? Are you allowing people to call you and talk to you for hours knowing you got work to do? Right? Knowing you need to focus. Knowing you need to be taking a nap. I, that's, that's one thing that I do. I have been guilty. I'm going to raise my hand. I have been guilty. I was supposed to be taking a nap and I'll talk on the phone like my sleep don't matter. And then I'm mad later on because I need to be up now. And I'm frustrated because I have not slept as well as I would have slept if I would have took the nap. So your time is important. Mental and emotional boundaries. Don't allow titles to decrease the voice of God in your life. People should not manipulate you or make you feel bad if you can't do something. Or if you simply don't know how to do something. So don't allow titles t- to manipulate you. Because and when I say titles, maybe it's your mother. Maybe it's your father. Maybe it's your pastor. Maybe it's your best friend. Maybe it's your favorite cousin. I don't know. Sometimes we let titles blur our, blur the lines. And that's why I said titles. Because it's usually not lay people. It's usually not people that you, oh, there's some random person on social media. It's usually somebody that means a lot to you. Um, that can some kind of way wiggle their way in to cross a boundary. So you just want to be mindful of that. Make sure they're not, um, make sure you have mental and emotional boundaries in place and not allow manipulation to overtake you. The last one is physical boundaries about personal space and touching. You don't have to be touched if you don't want to be touched. I used to, I ran into, so if you don't know, I have locks in my hair. And I ran into this issue where people always want to touch my hair. 
And I ain't liked it. So they would ask and I would say, no, one time this girl still did it. And that really like bothered me. And honestly, at the time, it's like, how do you respond to that? And I don't even really know why they want nobody touching my hair. Like, it must have been something from childhood or something. I don't know. I just didn't want her touching my hair. And so what happened, I started to profess, like, don't t- don't, don't ever touch my hair. Like, I started to say it out loud. People around me knew. They even started joking with me. Like, she's serious. Like, don't touch her hair. And they even, like, just started making jokes. But I was so serious. I was so serious about don't, don't, no. Don't do it. Don't try it. That's not going to happen with me. So that's that's what was so, um, that was so, that was one of my examples of physical boundaries. But listen, you don't have to be unnecessarily uncomfortable. I know that sometimes, especially sometimes, I know for me as a woman, we are made to be okay with some things that make us feel uncomfortable. But I want you to know that you don't have to be uncomfortable, especially with this area of physical um, boundaries. So you just need to set boundaries. Okay, you need to look at your boundaries in all of these areas to make sure you actually have healthy boundaries with people. Now, that sounds easy to say, right? Oh, she talking about have healthy boundaries. These are this is one thing I want you to know. I want you to know that you're worthy. You are worthy. God took his time with you. He made you so amazing. He made you fear you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, God loves you so much. He took his time with you. I just want you to know that you are worthy. It's time for you to see yourself how God sees yourself. And I'm going to read you this scripture in Psalms 139, 13 through 14. And it says, For you formed my innermost parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will give thanks and praise to you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, and my soul knows it very well. God took his time with you. He took his time with you. I need you to understand that you are amazing, right? I just want you to know that you are loved, and I just cannot wait until you realize how much God absolutely loves you, until you come into the full um, knowledge of how loved you could be by yourself. That is not a sin to love yourself. None of that is a sin. That was a lie. Um, I just want you to know that. Um, I just cannot wait for that day. Just know that you're worthy. So when it's time for you to get into setting these boundaries and you work through this, know that you are worthy to set appropriate boundaries with people. And my last point is speak up. Speaking up is essential. If you have a fear of speaking, I suggest you pray for boldness and courage, but also get help from coaching and or therapy. So let me tell you why I'm saying this. I'm not trying to be offensive. You might need some outside help. I learned about boundaries actually in therapy and in coaching. I got prophetic words about not being used, all this kind of stuff. So I'm not giving you something that I wasn't once a recipient of. I learned about this. So I'm going to read you Matthew 18, 15 through 20. I think this is the English Standard Version. But I want to read you this. It says, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. So this is how we deal with confrontation. Even the Bible talks about it, right? If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. But if he does not, take one or two others along with you that every charge may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if he refused to listen even to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Truly I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything they ask, and it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. Now really it's the first part. 
So this is telling you to speak up. This is why speaking up is important. I have been the recipient end of this. Where I've offended someone. I didn't know. And it wasn't like me giving the word and, you know, like, oh, my God, that was a harsh word. It's been like, uh, let me, th if I could think of an example, I will tell you. But usually it's something Nikisa didn't say it. I didn't say something that offended somebody and I didn't know it was offensive. Okay, I remember this. I was like 18 and I had to take my little cousins to Six Flags. Um, and I'm 18. I hate, I don't like Six Flags. I'm just being honest. I don't like Six Flags. It's it's a lot going on in Six Flags. I ain't like Six Flags, period. But I had to take them. So I was annoyed. Number one, I'm an 18-year-old. Young, 18 years old, annoyed. And I was complaining. And my auntie came to me. I offended her. And she said, that hurt my feelings that you would say that about my kid, like about kids. Now, no, I'm 18. I don't know any better. All I did was apologize. I actually felt really, really bad about it because I didn't know it offended her. I was just expressing how I felt. Right. And what it taught me was to be mindful of what I say to her, of how, of how I say things to her, because that's her boundary. So even if you're on the receiving end, you know, receive somebody else's boundary. It's theirs. It's their life. If you don't like it, you don't got to be in it. That's just period, right? Um, but I'm usually the one where people don't say nothing. And I don't know why. And then I find out later. They just stopped talking to me. Then I found out later. And I'm like, oh, that's why. So I do believe in confrontation. Now, sometimes I don't confront things immediately because of my emotions. Because I can get really... Uh, not necessarily mad, but I can get really emotional about something. My feelings get hurt. So I try to calm down so I can speak from a logical place. And I make sure I go pray first. Now, this I don't know if you're supposed to go pray first before you talk to a person. I don't know that. But that's what I have to do because it will come out wrong. And God is still, like, God is always working on us, always developing our character. So I've learned not to go in things with my emotions super, super high. I've learned to calm down. Think about what I'm saying. Remember who the person is because these people are people you love and care about. Your friends or coworkers or somebody you got to be with. And then go have the conversation. But you need to speak up about your boundaries. So when your boundaries get crossed, no longer can you sit there and act like it did not get crossed. So I hope that this was helpful. I hope that this was helpful in helping you just think about this area of boundaries and establishing boundaries. Um, I promise that I'll be back with Words of Wisdom next week. I'm going to get y'all three this month. I'm going to take me some time. I said this last time and write uh, poetry, but honestly, my poetry is prophetic. And I can't ever tell you when God's going to give me one. But also, I have not sat down and asked. So, I'm going to sit down and ask. Um, I'll, if you need help with this area, I want you to book you a flow session. The links will be below. Work with me through with three months of coaching. Um, and I can really help you grow your relationship with Christ. I'm telling you, one session will not be enough. So, go ahead and sign up for three months. I do have payment plans available. You actually can um, shoot me a DM or shoot me an email address. And I can set you up on the invoice. Um... Or you can go ahead and pay for all three months right over on my website. So that is what I got for you all today. Um, we will be back next week. Remember to go get my new book called A Lover's Journey from Amazon. I would love for you to read it. Leave me a review. Send me a picture so I can repost you on my stories and repost, repost you on my page on Instagram. And yeah, that's all I got. And y'all have an amazing week.